98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The top stories. Hong Kong's COVID cases continue to fall and health chiefs say pressure on hospitals is easing. Meanwhile, case numbers on the mainland rise again with locked down Shanghai hit hardest. And as nominations open for the CE election, Carrie Lam says it's right that candidates are exempt from a ban on gatherings. Hong Kong's daily confirmed coronavirus cases are continuing to fall. Officials said the number dipped to 3,709 today. A further 111 patients have died. Earlier, the head of the hospital authority said the pressure on public hospitals was now easing. Violet Wong has details. Speaking at a daily COVID briefing, Chief Executive Tony Koh said COVID patients no longer need to wait for long periods before being admitted to hospitals. He said there were fewer serious cases now and the number of deaths has fallen by two-thirds to around 100 per day. However, despite the improvement, Dr Koh called on people with coronavirus not to wait until their conditions worsen before seeking medical treatment. He said medical officials advised people who were confirmed with COVID to get treatment during the first five days of showing symptoms. They also advised people over 60 to get treatment with antiviral medication, even if they are fully vaccinated. Daily COVID cases on the mainland rose above 10,000 today, with more than two-thirds of them recorded in Shanghai. Millions of residents in the financial hub are being screened for coronavirus amid a two-stage lockdown as officials try to suppress the spread of the Omicron variant. Lisa, who works in asset management, says she's been staying in her office for a week now, but hopes to be allowed out soon. I think our emotional got much better and uh, we also encourage each other that we can believe our governments and we can believe our company so it's got much better at this moment i think people are very kind and warm they try to make you feel better but not to give you pressure and also people help people so i think we will get free as soon as possible The DAB has suggested that incoming foreign domestic helpers should quarantine before coming to Hong Kong in order to avoid triggering a ban on carriers that bring in COVID-positive passengers. Lawmaker Edward Leung said ordering helpers to spend 14 days in a hotel in the home countries would reduce the chances of three people on a single flight testing positive, which would force a one-week ban on the route. We are suggesting that the domestic workers can to quarantine in their country for 14 days before coming to Hong Kong. In that way, we do not have to change and make big changes to the mechanism and measures right now. And this will be be easier to implement because if we have to change the mechanism or if we have to change the measures, it takes a lot of time to lobby uh, the government officials and also lobby the electrical members. And therefore the best way is to do something extra which is to have them quarantine in their country before coming to Hong Kong. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has defended the government's decision to exempt CE hopefuls from the ban on public gatherings. Speaking on the day nominations open for the next month's poll, Mrs Lam said hopefuls wouldn't be able to secure signatures from election committee members if they stuck to the restrictions. She says she believes people want a smooth poll. I hope people will realize that this is a a very important occasion for Hong Kong and we would like to see the prospective candidates having uh, this opportunity to seek sufficient nominations during the nomination period and thereafter for those who have been validated as a um, CE candidate to uh, participate in all sorts of electioneering.
activities. So the exemptions granted by the CAS, the Chief Secretary for Administration, uh, were very well justified. Asked again if she would seek re-election, Mrs Lam said it's not appropriate to announce her next move yet. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the government will distribute the first batch of electronic consumption vouchers worth $5,000 on Thursday. Writing on his official blog, he said residents must spend the money before the end of October. The weather, fine and dry. Minimum temperature tomorrow morning about 17 degrees in the urban areas. A couple of degrees cooler in the new territories. The maximum temperature will get to around 24 degrees during the day. Moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds. They will be occasionally strong offshore. The outlook is going to be fine and dry in the coming few days, with temperatures rising gradually. The temperature in the observatory, 19 degrees. Humidity, 66%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The head of the European Commission says she's appalled by reports of unspeakable horrors in towns around Kiev left by retreating Russian forces. Ursula von der Leyen tweeted that an independent investigation was urgently needed and that the perpetrators of war crimes would be held accountable. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, described images said to show corpses strewn along the streets in Butcher as a punch to the gut. Diana Gold is a resident of Butcher. We've been under constant shelling for more than a month, practically from the first day, when everything was gone. The water was gone, light, gas, everything was gone at once. Then the internet was gone, then the phone communications were gone. We found ourselves cut off from the entire world. Russia's defence ministry has denied claims of mass killings. Russia has carried out a series of missile strikes on Ukraine's Black Sea port of Odessa and other targets in central and southern Ukraine. The Russian Defence Ministry said its forces had destroyed fuel storage facilities in Odessa using missiles launched from the sea and air. Video showed black smoke billowing from an industrial facility. The mayor of Odessa, Kennady Trikhanov, sounded a note of defiance. Odessa is united as never has been. We are prepared to defend our city, every house and every street, and rebuff the aggressors that are possibly planning to assault our city. They will be met with a serious rebuff from Odessa residents. Odessa is a heroic city. We are not planning to welcome the occupiers here. We will only welcome them with the return fire from all kinds of munitions. Pakistan's president has dissolved parliament on the advice of the Prime Minister Imran Khan, who survived a move to oust him from power by the opposition. President Asif Alvi's approval of Mr Khan's request means fresh elections should be held within 90 days. From Islamabad, here's the BBC's Sikandar Kamani. The Deputy Speaker of Parliament ruled that this vote of no confidence could not go ahead, ruling that it was unconstitutional. And the reason he's done that is because Imran Khan has been telling Pakistanis for the last week or so that this attempt to oust him is actually part of an international conspiracy orchestrated by the United States trying to attempt regime change in Pakistan. Now, uh, Imran Khan's political opponents here have dismissed that as ludicrous. U.S. officials have also said that there's no truth in the allegations. But this narrative is resonating with at least some of Imran Khan's supporters. Sri Lanka says it's lifting a ban on social media platforms a day after access was blocked amid rising public discontent over a shortage of basic goods. The ban triggered Yelp criticism from information rights activists. Several protests against the government's handling of the economic crisis have been held in defiance of a curfew imposed yesterday. The restrictions were imposed after recent anti-government protests turned violent.
This woman said she was panic buying at a department store ahead of the curfew. You can't uh, see us like this in the queue, the huge queues, and uh, we don't have food in our racks. We don't have anything. We don't have gas. We don't have fuel. We don't have uh, anything to eat. <laughs> it's really hard. They have to take uh, the crisis uh, to control. Like the financial situation is really bad, and uh, we don't have money in our hand. To sport and in tonight's English Premier League action, Everton blew the chance to ease their relegation worries losing 2-1 at West Ham. The Toffees remain a place above the drop zone after two of the teams below them, Burnley and Watford, lost last night to the top two, Liverpool and Manchester City. Liverpool's 2-0 win briefly took them to the top before City beat Burnley at Turf Moor. Boss Pep Guardiola says City can't afford any slip-up if they are to retain their title. We have to play with a lot of pressure for the fact if we lose, we're out. So it's simple as that. So do whatever you want, but if we lose, we're not going to win. So And every game is going to be like this. So eight games, you want to win, you have to meet 24 points. You have to meet 97, 97. Otherwise, we will not be champion. Australia have won the Women's Cricket World Cup by 71 runs. Australia made a huge score of 356 for five after the reigning champions England chose to bowl at the Hagley Oval in Christchurch, New Zealand. England could only manage 285 in response. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong's COVID cases continue to fall and health chiefs say pressure on hospitals is easing. Meanwhile, case numbers on the mainland rise again with locked down Shanghai again hit hardest. And as nominations for the CE election officially open, Carrie Lam says it's right that candidates are exempt from a ban on group gatherings. And that's the news from RTHK. And thanks to Barry O'Rourke in the newsroom. More headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday Late. Keep it locked in right here, Radio 3, through until 2. I got May flies in May, June bugs in June. Mosquitoes all summer long, by July you're through. August is beautiful for copperheads and their friends. And ticks will embrace you all until September's end. Hey, we're having a ball in the low.
up to Christmas time in the flats. More time to watch our furry friends, hunt them, kill them, put them on a mat. January means New Year's, time to get a buzz on. February, March, and April, more time for juice and sun. Hey, we're having a ball. And the WWF We love our swagger and haggard And we love the W of the president There's love all around us Our church friends are doing well And the little Mongoloid children We keep them all from hell Hey, we're having a ball That was uh, Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers in the Low Country on the playlist tonight. Working our way through a Sunday night into Monday. Keep it right here. Sunday late with me, Kevin Lewis, through until 2. Coming up this hour, more from the very excellent Robert Glasper, his Black Radio Volume 3 featuring tonight. In the meantime, though, uh, a bit of a discovery, something that dug out a couple of weeks ago from my music cupboard. Go back to 2006. The ambient sounds of Bent. The album is called Later. I a description of this. It was a mid-tempo new funk 